0: Hello and welcome to another podcast. It is Coach Mark Manila here from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. So I hope you're having a good weekend, wherever and however you're listening to me. It's lovely to have you with me. Today, I'm gonna be speaking about how to improve your English accent, okay? Um, It's something that I often get asked about um, via my students when I do coaching. Um, I frequently get messages through people particularly frustrated with how their accent is interfering with their sound in English. Now, um, this isn't just for uh, you if you are a speaker of English as a second language, it also applies to native speakers. Um, If you have a very strong regional accent, so um, if we're talking about the UK, then certainly my fellow um, UK citizens from Brummy. Uh, if you're Brummy, then you are from Birmingham, um, or you might be a Mancunian from Manchester, Liverpoolian. That's another accent that can be rather frustrating for some of you, um, if you're trying to do presentations. And um, equally, if you're from other parts of the world, maybe, and you're struggling with your accent getting in the way, and like my wonderful Italian student who I work with for. Quite some time, many, many months ago now. I hope you're doing well, my friend, if you're listening. Then um, it was getting in the way of his uh, sounding professional and he was uh, pitching property deals and investments. So you can understand, he felt his Italian accent was making him sound less than credible, shall we say. Um, And it was affecting his sales um, transactions and also how he was doing. So we worked exceptionally hard and to smooth out some of those sounds that were making him feel less confident and I'm pleased to say, I believe it did the trick. So speaking English is an exceptionally important skill, of course, because it allows you to communicate with people in real life. So let's talk about the problems with English accents. um, What can be stopping you if you're trying to improve how you sound to be credible and also to be clearly understood. Um, And also, you know, what, you can do about it i'm going to give you some tips and techniques here uh, to help you on your way and of course if you want a coaching session with me go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com and grab yourself a session there and we can do this live uh, together in a 60-minute session so um, improving your english accent will do a lot for you including probably increasing the chances of you landing the job that you want yes i know it sounds shallow but it's true uh, people go on first impressions and if you're not sounding clear uh-uh, you can answer those interview questions exceptionally well. You could be the best, probably the most highly qualified person for the job. But if the interviewer can't understand you finding it hard and, and it's distracting them then sadly you're probably not going to get that job offer so these are some of the things that can really be getting in your way when people come to me for help uh, they say they're not getting job offers they're getting interviews but no job offers the first thing I listen for uh, in addition to the content of what you're saying and looking at your resume with you, which again is a free service I can look at your resume totally free of charge just go to esl businessenglishexperts.com and I will give you a review of your resume there Um, Yeah, it can be your accent, and it's meaning that you're not sounding clear enough, okay? So we can work on that, so don't waste your time trying to work out why you're not getting the actual job offers, have a chat with me and maybe I can help you work out exactly what's getting in the way and fix it. So speaking clearly gives you the chance, obviously, to ask questions, be corrected, and learn new vocab too, all right? Because people can pay better attention to what you're saying. So try these uh, tips and techniques. So firstly, let's talk about the two main reasons why you might not be improving your accent. So psychological areas, um, you may have a different point of view or emotions about it. And some people are really scared of making mistakes. So they have very long pauses. Um, I often find that many of the people who come to me for help on this repeat themselves and sometimes can you know make the incorrect pronunciation of a word, um, which can end up feeling rather embarrassing. And I understand that. But remember, it's a safe space when you practice with me. So we go through all of this in the session to help you fix those mistakes. But of course, making mistakes on your own or in meetings can really make you give up. Um, but they're important because they act as lessons for us to learn from. But do it with a coach, do it with a tutor like myself. Um, Don't do them in your interviews and in your meetings, right? Okay. And together we can help you improve and grow in our sessions. So when you get out into the real world, you sound fantastic. The second reason is the physical aspect of pronunciation. So the movement of your lips, tongue, mouth, muscles, you know, the jaw. Uh, When you're not used to making certain sounds, because particularly like my Arabic students, um, it's very dissimilar um to arabic is english same with all of my asian speaking students so um sorry, asian language speaking students if you're from japan if you're from korea um taiwan china you know it is different and it can be a hard skill to learn and it's why it's really important to work with a coach in session on a video camera or in person and mimic the mouth movements so i can literally show you what you need to do Often there's an issue with mouth opening Uh, many of my students are using too small a mouth and English requires on a wider open mouth, okay, so we can teach you this and it will help you improve your clarity by 50%. By the time uh, you've finished a one 60-minute session with me, yes, just 60 minutes, I can have you sounding 50% to 70% clearer and more confident. Yeah, okay, and it doesn't take a lot of hard work but only when you know what you're supposed to be doing, what the problem is and how to fix it. So have a session with me and I can help you. So if we look at it, if you're afraid to make too many mistakes and also you're not really working hard on those mouth movements, all in all, it means you can't actually improve anything, right, okay? Often people come to me and think that having a good accent is just a matter of talent or being good at mimicking. Um, not always true, okay? Those. People you see, or perhaps you want to sound like, who are your colleagues, also non-Native English speakers, have only reached that level by using the right methods and putting the effort and practice into place, also having the right psychological mindset. So you too uh, can get that same level of success with the right coaching, okay? But let's talk about how you can build that confidence and skill to put it into practice. So firstly, tip one, build the right um, phonetic patterns at the beginning. So these are the way that say a native speaker like myself speak, okay? Our patterns. It's not just the pronunciation of words, but the flow. If you listen, how I deliver the words, do they come fast? Do I slow down? Up and down, modulation, inflection, okay. So the patterns and the tones of words in sentences, all right? So people who have good accents really work hard on understanding and listening to people like myself and other native speakers, they want to, they particularly like the sound of to understand the phonetic patterns of English from the get-go. That means from the beginning, from the get-go, nice expression, from the very start, okay? The more you practice, the stronger your understanding and your mimicry becomes. And the stronger that becomes, the harder it is for you to lose that. That's the good news. What I recommend you do, 10 minutes of listening and copying every single day for 28 days because it's not just about practicing for say an hour once a week, it's consistency. So I say do it consistently and the results will show up if you do that for 28 days and 10 minutes is easy. Everybody can find 10 minutes a day to fit this in. There's no excuse, all right? Um, Also, it's best that you start practicing the skill, okay? From as soon as you can so just if you haven't already been doing this start today decide this is what you're going to do for 28 days get yourself watching and listening to various um, podcasts like this or youtube videos or something you love and try to practice copying in that session what you're hearing okay it's so no good just sitting and listening to it you've got to actively put it into motion all right it's like doing athletics if i'm coaching a sprinter I'm not going to just be showing them videos of how to sprint fast. We're going to then get that sprinter doing the exercises to strengthen their legs and their lungs, okay, and get their body technique right so they're streamlined and then make them run and drill and drill and drill until they're running up and down that track like a a greyhound. <laughs> fast as a whippet, that's a good expression. Okay. So and if you're not sure what a whippet and greyhound is, they're two types, breeds of dog, just to be clear. So it's uh, really important for you. So Also, the second tip is to learn the intonation patterns at first. So, most people start with pronunciation of single words, but this is incorrect. Okay, this takes a very long time to do it this way, all right? So, if possible, I would suggest you learn the intonation pattern at first. So it's possible to learn the pronunciation of single words through things like learning the International Phonetic Alphabet or the IPA. If you just Google that, okay, you can find it. But it does nothing, absolutely nothing, to help you learn how the words flow in sentences. So if you listen, native speakers like myself, we run words together. We we condense them. Right? We do not pronounce them each and individually like this. okay my Arabic students struggle greatly with that at first so learn the international intonation patterns first, not the actual um, phonics okay First things first okay intonation is kind of uh, if you can imagine like the music yeah, the rhythm and pattern the way the words flow, the pitch, the tones, okay, up and down. And it's the way we say things rather than the meaning of the words used because um, if I said, hey, that shirt looks great today, okay, that's one way and the intonation is kind of positive and it sounds a compliment and, you know, you understand I'm being sincere. But if if I went this, if I went like, hey, that shirt looks great today, okay, the same words... But my tone and delivery has changed exactly what I'm trying to signal there. Right. OK. The meaning of the words have been changed, even though they have not changed in their spelling or, you know, the written format. But I'm kind of being a bit sarcastic, a bit like, actually, I don't think it looks great. All right, I'm being a little bit toxic with that comment. Right. So to get a good natural um, accent, it's important to learn that. Uh, The intonation has the two basic patterns in English, rising and falling tones. And I did another podcast about that. If you search, you'll find it. And if you want more information or to have a session with me, get in touch and we can go through what a rising and falling tone is live in a session. So the next tip, and it follows on from the last really, how to uh, learn, why it's important to learn and how to understand intonation, right? So it communicates far more than just the meaning of the words. So it lets uh, the listener, whoever you're speaking to know, your mood, your feelings, your attitude. Are you happy, sad, depressed? What are you? Okay. Um, It also gives grammatical information to anybody listening. So it also um, commands. So tells people what to do. Can question. um, So, you know, it sounds like, "Um, I'm not too sure. Could you tell me more about that? Or I'm not. I'm not so sure certain about that. So you can hear how it signals my uncertainty, my need for further information. Um, Also, we can do it to clarify something. We use intonation for that. Like, are we gonna the movies tonight? And exclamations, okay, of feelings. Well, I never would believe it, right? Okay, so we we can use it in a very different way to signal all sorts. And intonation is actually how babies first learn to understand language. You know, look, when a, when a native-speaking, you know, whatever a native-speaking baby is, but an English native-speaking child is born into a native English-speaking household. They don't come with a dictionary already installed in their head. They know nothing. So the first thing that babies learn is intonation. What is the sound? They listen to the whole conversation to listen and understand the meaning of the feeling of what was said. So really, they learn the words and smaller details later. Um, without intonation we can't communicate as well or naturally the way we feel and the meaning of what is said may get misunderstood so this is quite commonly an issue for children who may have something on the ASD you know the autistic spectrum disorder maybe autism Um, and it can be a challenge for obviously children um, with um, hearing difficulties or challenges because without understanding the intonation or be able to pick up the intonation, what it means. If a child cannot understand the difference in the signalling, it means that the language development is delayed, usually, and it also means that there is miscommunication because, say, for a child with you know any neuro neuroatypical, okay, so not neurotypical, but people with ADHD, ASD, autism, Asperger's, these types of syndromes and situations. Um, They just have a different nervous system, but that means that sometimes intonation of words means something different to them or totally lost, all right? And this can cause huge problems, obviously, in relationships and just parenting, but also in adult life. So, you know, this is why it's really important for you, if you've got a child or you're a person yourself with issues like that, to try and get some extra support um, so that, you know, you aren't going to get misunderstood or misunderstood others, okay? Um, also, you'll find that children learn the words and those smaller details like grammar later. Okay, so without the intonation, it's impossible to communicate anything. Um, and when we look at it, is that you've got to look really at the large stuff first. Okay. Do that, the bigger meaning of the intonation, then you can start drilling down to the grammar and expanding your vocab. But often we find students have been going about it the wrong way around, and this is what I help you understand. And when we change how you do it, all oh my goodness. She take off at a rapid pace. Okay, so understanding intonation, it's kind of complicated, the rules are different. Um, to explain it though, um, one easy method, find an audio, like I said, of a native speaker, and print out the script, there's usually a transcript on YouTube, and then play the audio track. Listen to it and follow along with the script. But if you don't want to print it out, just copy and paste it into another open window, and then you can read it along. Okay? And listen to how the words alter in the sentence. When you follow along, you can often, you know, if you're doing this, as I would recommend, pen and paper, pencil, because it's better for your learning a speed. Um, use a pencil to write down when the tone of the speaker rises or falls with those words on the piece of paper, okay? And you can use arrows, lines, or, you know, circles, whatever you want, different colored highlighters if you prefer, whatever works for you doesn't matter as long as it makes sense to you and using that method will help you to make a connection with reading and listening to intonation. So it's going to be helpful to you um, in your journey to sound clearer. Also, it helps you make a connection with reading and listening to intonation. So it's another great skill for you to practice. And a real fun thing to do is particularly if you're listening um, to something you enjoy, maybe as a hobby or subject to, um, to generally follow in your own native language, right? Now, the good thing about this is you're giving yourself the chance to learn in three distinct ways. You're learning through listening when you play the audio, so that's good. You're also um, educating yourself through the visual ways when you're reading the text and making your notes. And then at the same time, you're finally learning through doing, right? By doing the writing in your notes and the code you've chosen. So all in all, it's a real good, I would say, an all over mind body workout, right? It helps you to better remember what you've learned because you have used several different parts of neural circuitry in your brain, which is what I specialize in. How to get your brain to work in a very dynamic way using NLP and other learning methods that anchor the learning faster. So this is why I generally see bigger and better results. All of my students pretty much say the same thing, which I'm delighted about. They have improved their confidence, their ability, their recall, their expansion of sentences, their accents, whatever it is, massively when they work with me. And I'm very proud of them for being able to do that. It is their work. All I'm doing is giving the coaching methods and then they go and do the hard work and you are no different. You can do the same. Um, When we think about it, You're learning through experiencing the language, and it's much better when what you've learned is meaningful to you. So, as I say, try to study things that mean something to you um, and just listen to things that you enjoy, okay? The radio, YouTube, podcast, whatever, okay? Um, If you want to, I mean, BBC Learning has a, a a huge variety of things to listen to okay and um they have english drama series i believe so you can find anything from um 59 uh to you know two to six you know 10 minutes whatever whatever you want to listen to try to make it those short uh bite-sized bursts don't do a whole hour in one go no way if you want to listen to an hour's that's fine, but break it down into many, many episodes over the course of a couple of weeks. It's easy to digest that way, okay? Uh, The BBC has also got a whole other range of learning English news review. I mean, there's just so much. Um, There's also, if you're looking for American accents, um, this American Life is a good podcast um, that I've come across before in the past, and also Voice of America, and of course you can watch things like CBC, Fox News. Um, If you're looking for business, in Bloomsburg and Forbes, um, try to listen to some of their audio clips and just, you know, experiment, right? Experiment with all the different accents out there because that's really important for you. When you listen to the resources, remember it doesn't matter you can't understand every word in the audio because this time you're listening for intonation, not for meaning. Okay? So just try and get a feel for how different accents and different nationalities uh, play with that intonation. That's really important because understanding the patterns will help you dramatically improve your ability to understand your colleagues often i get people saying my goodness my colleague is from i don't know france india and i'm struggling to understand how they're pronouncing the words so try to expose yourselves um, to that equally i get plenty of students from france and india saying you've got to help me I'm confusing my colleagues, my accent is getting in the way. So, again, if that is you, I can help you, all right? You don't have to struggle. A lot of my Arabic speaking students also come to me for help with that because it, it really distresses them. Um, and if you're distressed by this and you feel you're chopping your words up in Arabic, you know, with the Arabic kind of rules applied to English. Let me help you, okay? That's what I'm here to do, and we can quickly fix that um, by taking you through a series of exercises to help eliminate that. Also, remember, um, playing the audio in the background for this when you're doing other work is helpful for you to get used to the different tones, the rhythms, and the flows, and the sounds that native speakers use. I'll give you a great example, actually. Um, Now, here in the Philippines, um, they use both English and uh, Filipino or Tagalog. In fact, there's many dialects out here. It's not just um, Filipino. But the point being is this. um, Even with the English, there's a certain accent. And I was kind of surprised the other day because I was speaking to my business colleague and I went, okay, okay. Instead of okay, I went, okay. And I realized with a smile that I picked up the accent the filipino accent to say okay because out here people tend to say not always but okay 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 so just by and that's just and i'm not really out a lot at all so this is just by being exposed to certain things in the background you know i'm not on a day-to-day basis but what i'm trying to say is you will subtly start to pick it up all right also things like netflix the usual stuff you can follow along obviously with subtitles if you need to be and with netflix or any movie it's good because you get to see the character emotions and the non-verbal kind of body gestures as well that give you a clearer understanding of how intonation works and what it should look like and the facial features with it and um, being able to do this will help you and remember if you struggle with adhd then please pick something you're interested in because self-learning like this really demands that you choose what you find interesting and maybe try and do it when you're doing something else you're enjoying um as we said before uh, people who struggle with adhd um have lower levels of a chemical called dopamine okay and this can be really important so try if you're going to do the learning try to get yourself in a really nice positive mindset do something that rewards you first to lift your chemical dopamine levels up before you start learning, okay? And also make sure that what you are studying for this English is really exciting and interesting to you too. When we raise the chemical dopamine in your brain, it makes your brain learn things easier. And this is why in my sessions I use a special technique to boost how you feel in my session. Yeah, that's what's happening. If you don't know, this is what we do. And um, that's why you're learning faster. It just means that your brain will learn things easier, all right? Um, and my special technique is, I say, is something I've kind of worked upon very hard to help you. And if you want to experience it, do get a session with me, and I can guarantee you're going to be amazed by what you learn by the end of that first session. So remember also, read aloud to improve your intonation. Uh, it's really important you do that. Practice accents. Um, by speaking out loud, all right? Make notes and listen to yourself back. Read a text out loud and try to copy the intonation patterns that you've made notes about. Record yourself and then listen back. Compare it to the audio of the native speakers to see how you're improving. That's really helpful for you because part of the reason many people quit trying to learn English or improve it, is because they're not getting any direct feedback. They can't hear and see their progress. Um, with with ourselves in sessions, we can do this and reflect this back to you, but if you're doing it on your own, try to coach yourself and record yourself and watch it back, okay? You're going to feel more motivated that way. Keep hold of it so you can see your progress over the course of 28 days also learn the phonetic alphabet to practice the smaller details so once you've got the patterns right then go back as i say um there's many uh, ipa um, charts online okay to go through it and really work out okay sounds that are different to your native language they are very different if you're talking about comparing arabic right and be aware of these sounds so that you can make a very good effort on correcting a bad habit and just going through it again. If you're looking for specific pronunciation issues, there's a whole range of podcasts I've done um, out there. Just have a quick search for French speakers, Arabic speakers, Indian speakers, and then focus on the ones that I suggest. The minimal pairs are a great way to start. Also, and um, practice motor skills because it is the movement of the lips, the mouth, the teeth, the tongue. Okay, uh, they are essential. They are part of this problem and the solution okay so do this and we can go through drills together if you have a session with me but make sure that you are really going over and over and over it to ensure that you're getting that muscle memory laid down as a new neural circuit in your head if you're not sure what i'm talking about with muscle memory have a quick chat with me and i will be delighted to help you out to know exactly what that is and give you some practice sessions. So ensure you get some feedback. So once you've done that um, and you feel confident, have a go, find some native speakers online. There's plenty of free communities on Reddit. And I think there's a great one called Judge My Accent. <laughs> All right. I don't know, I've never tried it. Just somebody mentioned this the other day to me. So you can apparently send recordings and get advice on how to improve the accent. So that's a really nice one. And of course you can practice with tutors um, like on Cambly, italki, you name it all right so I really do feel that this should give you a good start of understanding how to improve your accent um, ultimately it's not about pronouncing the words with accent it's about focusing on the bigger picture of the intonation and learning the natural rhythms and flow of the language first all right then being able to use it in your sentences helps you better communicate remember that pick a topic that you love Okay, and after you've understood the intonation, then you focus on the smaller details of pronunciation to sound more native like. You are finessing it and use the words, as I say, for online resources and the IPA to guide you. Don't forget to ask for feedback. Okay, it's important if you don't get the feedback, you have no clue whether you're making the right progress or doing the right things so if you feel that you want to do a bit of self-learning first and then have a session with me that's fine too and then we can say okay how far have you come? If this has helped you, um, please share the podcast far and wide. The more people are participating in the coach marketing Manila the family, the better. My job here right now is to get this information that I've got in my head out to as many of you as possible who need it, free of charge. Okay, but I can't do that without your help. So please just you know retweet this somewhere on social media. That's all I ask. Put it out on all of your different social media platforms. If you like me, give me a thumbs up by helping me, okay? I can't access these social media platforms very easily myself because of some of my own issues. But you could help me by posting the link to this podcast and just putting a few notes and saying, check this guy out. He's really helped me with my accent pronunciation or any any of the things I've suggested. Please you could help me. So if nothing else, even if you can't sponsor a session, please try and get more people aware of my podcast because all I'm trying to do while my time is still available here is get this information out into the hands of the people like you and all the other amazing individuals out there who want to improve your English as a second or native language so you can go and help as many people and make a bigger impact in the world as you like. That's my job. That's your job. Together, hopefully we can achieve it. Stay safe. Remember 10 minutes a day and I'll see you very soon. All the best. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment, or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high level coaching but need to access this information all the same I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so also if you are somebody looking to get into coaching maybe you're an English coach or perhaps you are another professional maybe you're a life coach or you might be a mental health counselor basically anybody who is in a caring or supportive profession or maybe you you coach people in different academic subjects I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.